Let's get ready to stuff that Thanksgiving turkey. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the podcast with no name, close to Thanksgiving edition. Yes, and make sure you know where your wristwatch is at all times so that somebody doesn't bite into a wristwatch during That's right. having the stuffing. It's like, Grandma, I found your watch Wait, oh, and your ring. <laughs> yeah. Poor turkey. You know, it's funny. Uh, Thanksgiving is very soon, and uh, my topic today is it has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. But I just wanted to say happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. And uh, for Thanksgiving, I'll be gone. I'll be in West Virginia visiting my family. I will not be gone, but I won't be here. Nolan is... He, he's, he's not here. He's everywhere. That's right. In your... Dreams in your nightmares. For Nolan's your... Thanksgiving, uh, his family normally does a giant, they kind of mash together Twinkies and they cover it in, I think it's mascarpone cheese or uh, I forgot. No, it's, and then uh... they, uh, around it, they kind of, it's almost like a seance. They cover it in these peeps that kind of look towards the Twinkie. It's a weird thing. Montana people love it. I don't know. Where did you ever read that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a well-known fact. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. From from what book? I'd like uh, the Montana know. State Bobcat uh, University uh, uh, syllabus. <laughs> oh, no, actually, that's probably mimicking the uh, University of Montana Grizzlies, who lost yesterday in the Cat Grizz game. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that was that was a Bobcat. Yeah. Well, it was it was it was a pounding forty uh, some to fourteen. <sighs> Yes. Kids. Fourth year in a row and uh, going strong. But for Thanksgiving, guys, I, um, you know, I just hope you have, if, if you travel, have a safe travel. Uh, and if you don't travel, eat so much where eat you safely. have to wear stretchy pants because the turkey will give you a roofie. You know, since we're on the subject, why don't we, what is your... Favorite or least favorite uh, Thanksgiving story, mm. and or what what do you eat most Thanksgiving? Like we 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 all know it's the turkey, but what what right. what is what is your favorite thing to eat? I love the the the. Is it the bean casserole? Okay. I love that the so much. Casserole. Yeah, and then my favorite is, yeah, the turkey, but not during Thanksgiving. Okay. I love after Thanksgiving sandwiches that you make. That, it just makes me happy. Uh, favorite Thanksgiving memory was actually my first with my wife. It was, uh, it was uh, just a really sweet, uh, wonderful, just uh, our own Thanksgiving. And, yep, that's right. And that's if you guys favorite. could only see him, he's, he's gushing and blushing and kind of fanning the air in front of his face. I'm a little verklempt. Mm. <laughs> what about you? Mm. My favorite, uh, other than the turkey, is I don't, I, I actually like, I don't like the dark meat of the turkey. It's always the white meat. Racist. No, no. What? <laughs> that was not very nice. <laughs> it's any time that I've ever had the dark meat, it's always been slimy. So I don't know if it's ever been cooked right. Where do you go for Thanksgiving? <laughs> Everybody's. I've never had slimy. That's weird. Well, yeah, moist. It's slimy. It's moist. Here's your meat. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, Eat you know. up. Um, I don't like pumpkin pie. I like the pecan oh. pie. 
Fair enough. So that would be my favorite, is if anybody knows that for the Thanksgiving and serves an option of pecan pie along with the pumpkin pie, hmm. then... Fair enough. Because to me, pumpkin pies have just become so commercialized, they all taste the same. I love pumpkin pie. I just love pies, mm. just in general. I'm not going to argue that, except for pumpkin. And banana. banana pie. Bananas and pies don't belong in the same sentence. That's true. But, but my... Uh, I don't know if it's a favorite... It's my favorite memory to tell, mm-hmm. even though it's not a favorite memory, is growing up, there was, uh, we were a family of six, mm-hmm. and we always seemed to get the world's largest turkey. And we'd have, you know friends of the family over, you know, like our closest friends, and we'd, we'd have the turkey this year, and it was a big, you know, Hooterite turkey uh, from uh, the local colonies of Hooterites in Montana, and those were the most amazing turkeys ever, by the way. Mm. But it's so big that it seems like after Thanksgiving is done, you have turkey, 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 turkey for about a week. Yeah. And then you have turkey stew right. for about a week. You kind of, it's then like a have, gumbo. You're like, just throw it together. Well, but then there's not, enough, there's not enough fixings for turkey stew, but there's enough fixings for turkey soup <laughs> for about a week. And then what's left over, you get turkey sandwiches. So you're turkeyed out. But, so then, December 24th is right there. At the, the moment you have your last turkey sandwich from Thanksgiving... It's December 24th, and on the table is another turkey. See, we never have, I've never had turkey on Christmas. We never have turkey on Christmas. I've never had, it's always just Thanksgiving, that's it. Mm, well, and then you get turkey for a week. Interesting. Turkey stew for a week. So, then, so for two months out of the year, it always seems to be nothing but turkey. Interesting. And so ever since, ever since my childhood, if I have turkey on Thanksgiving, I must not have turkey right. on it, it makes sense you just think of it or vice versa so yeah that's but thanksgiving i love it because you it's it's funny because if uh it's it's let's just say if you work out or not it's bulking season regardless of if you work out or not because you eat a lot but in today's episode we're gonna go yet again to some place uh not from this world but also from this world Ooh, what does that mean Ooh. It means that you don't know what you're talking about. First of all, before we get into the story, I, uh, I heard about this story going down the rabbit hole of YouTube, and it's been circling around uh, for a while, and it's not just this one particular specific story. Spectacular. It's spectacular. Uh, <laughs> this same kind of story has been told by other people, okay. uh, but their own accounts. So, first of all, before we get into this boy's story, have you ever heard of Indigo Children? Indigo Children. Yep. It's not a band. <laughs> Donna it's... Marie and the Indigo Children. <laughs> no. Are these are these a bunch of uh, uh, perennially upset? You know, they they've got the blues. No, but good good guess. Oh. So Indigo Children are believed uh, to possess special, unusual, and sometimes supernatural traits and abilities. Oh, weren't they the ones that hiding around the cornfields? Weren't they no, the children of the corn? that's the children of the corn, oh. <laughs> and that's a movie. This idea is based on, <laughs> although that's really hey, funny. Look at this; the roles are reversed. Uh, it is. You actually, yeah. 
So the concept, the concept of indigo children are these kids who have come um, come forward and said that they are not, they weren't born here on Earth, but they were born on Mars. Oh. And people are like, yeah, right. Like they're, you know, disregarding uh-huh, sure. all these stories and like, yeah, whatever, you're just a child. Um, and then the story that we're going to read right now and talk about is one boy's story that says he was born from Mars, but this might be a two-parter, by the way, but his... Let's make it a two-parter. Yeah, but his claims are starting to be truth. What? Yes. And so it is really weird and interesting, and so we're going to start with this kid's story. Mm. It's kind of crazy. So, the boy... From Oz. No, the boy from Mars. Dun, dun, oh. dun. Hold on one second. We have little technical difficulties. Hold on. Actually, he's from Venus. The boy from Venus. <laughs> that's a, that sounds like a uh, rom-com. Well, isn't that the book? Men are from Mars? Women are from yeah, women are from Okay, so we're going to talk about this young Russian boy, okay? He is baffled scientists with his claims. So okay. first of all, his name was Borsky. Korintovich Borsky. Uh, he lives in Russia, but he goes, uh, since you know, people can't pronounce, like he has, his fuller name is really long, so let's call him Borsky. Borsky the third. So Borsky <laughs> alleged, yes, that he lived on the red planet before being reborn on Earth. Oh, reborn on yep. Earth. And okay. he's an uh, apparent mission to save mankind. Is well, that's he, always handy. Is what he claimed, right? Um, so, first of all, who is Borshki? Who is he? And not to be confused with the amazing pastry place, Borshki Proshki, uh, that's on the... Uh, uh, or Borsh, the uh, beet soup. Exactly. So, he was born in 1996. Borshki, who goes by the name of Borshki, <laughs> it says that twice, uh, which means little Boris, by the way. Little Boris. Yeah. That's what I was like, calling you for now on. Uh, he's considered to be a child genius. His mother is a doctor and said uh, she always knew that there's something special about her son. Um, as soon as he held his head up without any support, just two weeks after being born. So after being born, he's just like, Whoop. hey, mm. hey, mother. Uh, and, he, and he started reciting uh, sonnets. It was weird. No, he didn't do that. That was a lie. It's a boy. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, she claims he also started speaking a few months later by the age of one and a half and was able to redraw and paint. So hmm. out of the oven, this kid uh, already was like, I can draw you a perfectly symmetrical house. Here you go, mother. He didn't talk, but he was that. He was uh, very smart. Smart. Very smart. Smart. Not smart, but smart. Uh, so while Brushki was going to kindergarten at the age of just two, by the way, hmm. his teachers couldn't help but also notice in his incredible writing and language talents, along with his astonishing memory skills. So this kid was using, I'm going to say 100% of his brain. Okay. He was a very, very smart, young, little Boris. Right. So, so he's just a whiz kid. So far. So far. He is just this super human, natural kid. 
Yes, that's what kids usually are, kids. Not me. I was born a man. <laughs> Full beard. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my milk? Uh, <laughs> Suddenly things got ugly. <laughs> so, uh... Broshki's mother and father uh, said that they never taught him about space or, or anything like that. Just some normal things. He would, you know, that's a ladybug, Borshki. That is the Actually, color no, blue. no, it's probably a... <laughs> um, but it's, uh, he would, the, uh, his mother would say that he would often sit with, with them once in a while and talk about Mars and the system, uh, uh, the systems around Mars and the civilization that was on Mars. Was, oh, was on Mars. Yep. What they, does she know that we don't? He, what he knows. Uh, Broshki's a guy. Yes, but I thought the mother would talk to him about the civil. The way. No, no. Oh. I, sorry. So he would tell. He her would about tell. It. Yeah. So uh, in Mars, there's this, and you know, and you're like, oh, you poor delusional so little genius. Uh, <laughs> uh, where was I? You just made me lose my train of Boris Borshki. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Have conversations. Yeah. So they said his fascination with space soon became his number one interest. And it wasn't long before he started claiming to have been born on Mars. So obviously researchers have they medical. They're like, okay, something's off with this child, clearly. Yes. Let's take a look. Normal, healthy, cat scan. You know, he was like, there was no brain damage or nothing. So he was fine mentally. Hmm. Just like me. Oh, and you. Uh, met... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the kid adding me in there. Uh, so, Boris, Boris, I keep saying Boris. Borski. Little Boris. Little Bo- I guess I call him Boris. It's the same thing. So, little Boris uh, is telling his parents, started telling them about these stories. Okay. Uh, when I was on Mars, there were these uh, other races. Now, these other races were... Are we talking like the mile, the... The 200 meters. Yes. They would constantly run relay races for some reason. Now, these two alien races would, uh, at, at one point, they would uh, they were friendly. You know, they were allies. And then he said there's this, it just slowly started to disintegrate, and they started fighting against each other. Hmm. And he said that led to why there is no life on Mars, because they eradicated each other in war. Even though they... I mean, the, uh, was it Mars that they actually discovered that there was water or there is water? I thought they did. Yes, as far as I can re- recollect. So life could have been on Mars. I'm not going to deny that. Not going to deny that at all. That, I believe. Um, yeah, there's no way I could do this as a two-parter, by the way. I have to keep going on this because it's just too cool. Um, so he keeps telling his family about these things. And, you know, as he gets older, he keeps saying more things that he remembers. Like, he remembers having a family there. He remembers where he lives. He remembers just... It was almost like he was describing it like it was his second life, like mm-hmm. someone would if they had a... Uh, not uh, after life, uh, when, you, when you die, question mark. Uh, oh, ap- uh, uh, oh, what is that word? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Where they kind of see things or they, they feel that, you know, I've, I've been here, I've done that in the past. Um, Deja vu? There is... Uh, what? Deja vu. What? <laughs> I feel, Deja like we, vu. feel like we've done this before. There have been a lot of claims of something like this with people in, in, in the past of not just like being born on Mars, but like kids have told their parents in weird ways, Mom, I remember when I was a doctor and I saved Grandma. 
And like later they found that like this doctor saved their grandma. Like there's been weird stories like that. So, so stories of, I've had a past life from kids have, it's not an uncommon thing. And the creepy thing about that, before we get into this, kids that, that young don't lie. They don't know how to lie. So that's the creepy thing. And why are you, you're wildly gesticulating and pointing at me when you say that. Kids this, kids this, don't understand this thing. I don't know. I was trying to go somewhere with that. Uh, so here's where it gets kind of crazy. Okay. So his story started going around, and it started to pick up momentum, and scientists and doctors were like, we want to talk to your son. <laughs> we want to scan his brain even more. Uh, maybe a lobotomy. We'll find out later on. Um, so they did all these tests, mm-hmm. and they have – you can see this on YouTube. They actually have a – they set up a camera, and they're, and they're talking to him. And they were asking him, Borski, so why – so, okay, you've uh, – you said you've been sent here to protect the, the earth or to warn the earth from what? Now, his big thing was he was sent here because he's afraid of we, as humans, are going to kill each other, right? Mm-hmm. Eradicate each other. Done. The human race will be done by the human race. The world will be destroyed by us, which, okay, yeah, I can buy that. Oh, that's everybody's biggest fear. Yeah. Humanity is stupid. Uh, some of them. Uh, and so they're okay. So if you're here, are you warning us, or how are you? Uh, how is this going to play out? Like, what's the outcome? How are you going to save us? And he goes, "Well, I'm not here." He goes, "This is where I'm confused." He goes, "I'm not here to to. I'm not like the one that's going to be like Rambo and save you, but I have. Uh, I, there's." some kind of equipment or some kind of weapon that is in Egypt in one of the pyramids that's going to help. Right? Oh and boy. so they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. As they're like whispering to each other, this kid is absolutely crazy. Yeah, I know. Um, so he keeps, they keep asking him questions about this. Oh, Egypt. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where can we find this weapon uh, that you think will save humanity? He goes, that's the thing. I, I, I don't know what it does. I don't know where – I, I kind of know where it is. But to locate it, the only thing that I know is one of the giant sphinxes. Uh, I think it's the famous one with no nose. Mm-hmm. He says behind the ear, there's some kind of lever, some kind of latch that will, will kind of help. I don't know how to open it or how to unlock, but I know it's there. And obviously, same thing. This kid is full of boop. <laughs> what, what, is, what, what have they been feeding this child? Yeah, no kidding. And, and, and also, there's probably a, a headpiece of the Staff of Ra that says, yeah. you know, don't look at it. Right. When you open it, don't look at it. And so years go by, and now he's 21 years old. Okay. Still says the exact same things. He doesn't stray from the story at all says the same things and it's, it's the same I, yeah there's a switch behind blah 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 hmm. and so they finally were like alright let's just see and just to, to double check just to make sure you know be like no this kid's crazy put him in the white jacket so they do an investigation of the sphinx they found something behind the ear of the sphinx oh really mm-hmm. they found a little kind of device looking thing behind the ear and they can't figure out what the heck it is and so then they started investigating it even more. They're like, all right, let's scan. Because now um, uh, uh, they have this new device where they can uh, digitally like scan the uh, pyramid. And they can see, not see what's inside it, but kind of see like 
elements of like if it's heavy or mm-hmm. like what's in the center kind of. And as they were scanning it, they discovered there's something in the center of this pyramid, something concrete, something that's like oomph. And it's the only period, the pyramid that has this kind of weird detection. Huh. And so now, <laughs> now everyone is starting to be like, okay, this is weird. This is really creepy. And so these things that this kid is saying is actually they're starting to, to, to take hmm. it seriously and investigating it even more. The question mark on Owen's head, go. Somehow, I'm starting to think that it's going to be the Russian version of National Treasure. Mm, okay. Because Borsky says his concerns uh, uh, for tensions between U.S. and North Korea. That's his concern. That's what he was sent to oh. because, of, because of that. Oh. And also, he's not the, like I said, he also claims he's not the only child from outer space. Um, there have been other indigo children that uh, have, are oh, really? here. Yep. Um, and one thing he said, he said, I remember the time when I was 14 or 15 years old. The Martians were waging wars all the time, uh, so I would often participate in air raids with a friend of mine. We would travel in time on, uh, on, a, on a space, in space, flying around in spaceships. We could observe life on Earth in a, in a triangular aircraft. Uh, Martian, space, Martian spaceships are very complicated. He says they are layered and they can fly across uh, the universe. So he, he says he has all these memories. So how did he die and come back as a human? In the war. He mm. died through the war, and uh, oh, the, it's the pyramid of uh, the Great Pyramid of Giza, is where the the big secret. It's the pyramid. Okay. Yeah, that's the mm. one. That's the pyramid that has all of our answers. So the human life, he said, the human life will change when the Sphinx is opened. It has to be open. Uh, the mechanism somewhere behind the ear. I don't remember exactly, but it's a mechanism behind the ear. Which there is something behind the ear, so that's, yeah, that's so kind of I'm sure cool. Ramsey's the second lost the keys to the Sphinx somewhere. Right. You know? He's like, oh no, <laughs> the weapon that will Call save Stone everyone. So, Call Smith. We need, we need to unlock the pyramid. Oh, I forgot about this. Yes. The Bushki also says that Martians can breathe carbon dioxide, and if they sometimes come to our planet, they would have to breathe out from pipes filled with it. So it's kind of like <laughs> they're scuba divers, but they have the, like, their own breathing apparatus. Mm. So Broski is this child who is an indigo child, and it's the video is kind of crazy. And okay, that's him, by the way. I'm showing Nolan a picture. That's Broski. Huh. I think you've seen one too many Stranger Things. So here's the thing. Obviously, in my heart, I want to believe him because yes, it's science fiction and I love all that stuff and I want there to be like the secret and like there's one weapon to save us. Like I want that. That's so cool. Yes. But then on the other coin of it, it's like, really? Proshki, really? <laughs> Just. Yeah, I, I, would, I would want to see. The evidence. I want to. I would actually like to go see the the mechanism behind the Sphinx. 
mm-hmm. year that is, oh, okay, why haven't we figured it out yet? I mean, it's been around. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I, I said the same thing. Why haven't we figured out what's in the center of the Pyramid of Giza yet? I mean, have we not explored it? Have the Egyptians not explored it? Why haven't they conquered the world if they had? That'd be really funny if they're like, oh, what is this? And they brush it, and it literally is like a... Like a, not a key, but like a lock you would put on your locker at school. Yeah. You have to like turn it. Yeah. And they're going to have to get Rachel Weiss and, uh, yeah. Um, Brandon Fraser. Thank you. Poor fellow. Uh, to come and unlock it for us with the key that they found in the. And then what's going to happen when they unlock it? Yeah. Curse of the Mummy. Curse of the Mummy. Oh, that would be so cool. But, uh, We're but doing the podcast and you see the sand face mm, come across. Mm, and just lock the door. But uh, he's specifically worried about the United States and North Korea. That's the, yeah, that's, that's the kicker, huh. essentially. That's okay. what's going to end us. Really? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you think he's full of or do you, uh, do you believe him? Yes, and yes. I think he's full of something. And would I want to believe him? I, I have a degree in history. Show me the evidence. Yeah, but I also love the whole mystery thing. It's like, well, yeah, it's, it is a nice mystery. It's a unique mystery. And, but I think uh, this might be uh, a little uh, arrogant, but I don't think that... Uh, I think that we're uh, not going to have too much of trouble to worry about with North Korea. Watch like, tw- uh, let's just say 15 years go by. We're all older. We see on the news that they unlocked the Sphinx. They found a giant ray gun. What would you do? If they found a giant ray like, gun? Like, in the center of that pyramid is this massive, like, pointing Death Star pointing to the sky, like... Gun, would you be like? Proshki was right. Oh my god! No, I'd be like, who put that there? <laughs> yes, the aliens, of course. Come on, you know they helped them build the, the pyramid. I'd want to see the technology of it, so that. Or it's just a catapult. You're like, really? <laughs> or it's a giant slingshot. That would be awesome. That would be very funny. I would, I would actually appreciate that more. The pyramids, they, the, yeah, the, the 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 Egyptians have like pull, pull it, and then let go. They're like, okay, it works. Enough, Chuck. Fill it with... Uh, <laughs> What's left over the pyramid? The sandstones. But, I don't know. See, yet again, this is one of those things where it's like, do you believe there's life? Do you believe in magic? I do, and his name is Broshki. <laughs> He's a wise man. Broshki. I want to meet this man. I want to find a way to contact him and be like, bro, bro, seriously, let's talk under the table. Like... Are so, you pulling our legs? Moral of the story is don't believe everything you see on YouTube. Yeah, I know. It was just a cool story. Yeah. And when I read it and I saw the, the video, I was like, this would be a cool movie. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens at the end. Nicolas Cage finds it. Oh, yeah. It needs, <laughs> yeah. These pyramids need to be in alphabetical order. Watch out for the bees. Yeah, that's, that's the weapon. If he, if it's he finds bees. It, it's going to be bees. It's going to un- unleash the bees. But it's, I don't know. This Broshki is uh, well, and the crazy thing is there are other all those other claims of other indigo children. Yes. So it's not just Broshki. There are so many kids coming out saying that I was born on Mars. So that's that's the weird thing. 
Do they have a, a meeting like a, an indigo meeting? Yes, an well, indigo kid. No, because they're children so, they're, of Mars meeting. A lot of them are too young to be like they don't. Well, they can't even spell meeting, so I don't know if it depends on the age of these children. Are you looking it up? I'm consulting the the book of lies. Google? Yes. A goggle? The goggle. What is what is the your Google tell you? Please tell the folks and um, your I'm still just at the preliminary stage. Your brooding host, co-host. Uh, that's right. Now see, here's here's why I would like it to be true because I still want to be Indiana Jones when I grow up. I know. I agree with you 100% on that. Yeah. And I want there to be something more than just a, a giant sandstone sculpture. There has to be some more meeting but something. And what I would also like is why haven't we gone in and mapped the pyramids? What do you mean? We as in human beings. Why haven't we actually gone in, opened, you know... Oh, it's because of the, the laws of Avon Egypt. calling. That's and why. Then, oh, you know. It's... it's 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 a historical monument, and it's yes. the laws of Egypt. They they don't want to disturb it, or they don't want it to. I get it. I understand why. But if there's a way that we can, with our technology, send in a drone. Uh, yeah, like we can make something small enough yes. to go in there, or just yeah. scan it and be like, oh look, there's the weapon. Mm-hmm. Or you know, dig up from underneath it. Yeah, go the opposite way. I agree. Bugs Bunny it. Why not? <laughs> but just don't turn left at Albuquerque. <laughs> no, please. No, no one wants to go to Albuquerque. But Broshki's claim, um, what do you guys think? Uh, do you think there? Well, do you think there's life uh, besides what we have here on Earth? Out, out there? Out there in the ether. Um, It'd be nice. It would be nice. And maybe they can come down for Thanksgiving. But guys, do we have Thanksgiving on Mars? That's a children's book you just wrote. Bam, Thanksgiving on Mars. <laughs> uh, but guys, that's our uh, out of this world episode for today. Hope you learned something about Burushki. And uh, you know, I, I also yet again have a good Thanksgiving. Eat too much. Eat, drink, and be merry. Yep, and, or get married if that's what you your heart's desire. Just don't hide the ring in the turkey, because that would or be the stuffing. or the stuffing. Yeah. I was going to say something, but I completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Anyways, guys, um, you know where to find us. Facebook. Instagram. Instagram. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. iTunes. iTunes. And. And. Sometimes YouTube. And sometimes TubeTubed. All right, guys. Me and Broshki, I'm going to go hang out now. <laughs> Good luck.